Blog Talk Radio. Shall always be my song of praise. God was that great. That brought me liberty. I, I do not know why God even loved, loved me so. But he looked, looked beyond my fault. He looked, looked beyond my fault. Yes, he looked, looked beyond my fault. And so, oh, oh my knees. Let me say it again. Amazing grace. It'll always be my song of praise. God was that grace that bought me liberty. I, I do not know why he loved, loved me so. But he looked. Look beyond my fault, and so, oh, oh, on my knees. Yes, amazing grace shall always be my song of praise. God was that grace that brought me liberty. I, I do not know. Why he loved, loved me so. But he looked, looked beyond my fault. Let me look, look beyond my fault. Yes, he looked, looked beyond my fault. And so, oh, oh my knee. This is your father, Alexander Lockheed, with the Bernie Spirit. 402 North 13th Street in Irwin, North Carolina. Phone number 910 Church phone number is 910-897-7392. 910-897-7392. We're certainly glad for you to call us at any given time for prayer when we are available. We count the privilege to be on the air this afternoon, and we pray that God will have a word for you. We fast and we prayed and we labored for the Lord and asked God what would he have to share with us to you tonight, not what we want to give, but what do the people need. The Bible says God rightly divided where God knows what we need, not what we want, but what we need. And so we come tonight bringing you what the Lord has given us to the best of our ability, the best of our understanding. And we pray that it will not go out and come at board, but it will find you right where you're sitting. Tonight, we want to thank Apostle for allowing us to be able to come on the air and opening up this door. To God be the glory, the honor, the praise, and we thank her for allowing God to use her to do so. Uh, there's so many ministers out there that she could have been using, but we kind of the privilege that she gave us this opportunity, and may God bless her and have a smile upon her. This afternoon, we want to talk uh, from a subject here, you can make it. In spite of the difficulties, you can make it in spite of the difficulties. If you live long enough as a Christian in this world, you're going to run up against difficulties. 
difficulties don't have nothing to do with how good you live, how you bad you live. These difficulties that you ran into, they didn't, they didn't come because you, you sin, because you didn't cross your teeth and dot your eyes, because you wasn't a good two-shoe all day long. If you would have lived a little bit better, it wouldn't have happened. If you would have lived a little better, your husband would have walked down. If you would have lived a little better, your wife would have walked down. The children wouldn't be acting contrary if you'd have lived a little better. No, baby, a difficulty is going to come. But Jesus said in his word, he said, many is the affliction of the righteous. Many difficulties, that's what he meant. Many is the affliction of the righteous, but God promised to bring us out of them all. Difficulty is going to come to all our lives, for we have no respect for a person. It rained on the just and well and unjust, the good and well and the bad. But what we got to know is, we can make it through the difficult time. Difficult means difficult time when troubles come unexpected, when hard things come that look like that. Difficult means difficult for you. That means you want to give up throwing the time because this looks like it's bigger than you can handle. It's so difficult. You just can't take no more of it. It just won't go away. It looks like it's just going to stay there, and it's becoming a burden now. And now it's becoming a, a disappointment. It, 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 it's still in your door. It, it got a frown on your face, and you, you don't know what to do about it because it won't go nowhere. You know, Paul said he prayed. He had a difficult situation. He didn't tell us what it was. He said a frown was in his flesh. But he said, well, Darius said God might keep him humble. God knows how to keep us humble. God knows how to keep us in where we need to be so we won't get the big head thinking that we all that and the big old thing to cook it. Hey, it's God. All the glory belongs to God. Oh, when we get through preaching, when we get through prophesying, when we get through teaching, when we get through laying hands on others, God will be the glory. So difficult times are going to come. And whether it was a trial, whether it was a test, and sometimes the difficult color don't come from what you did. Sometimes the difficulty comes from what others did, folks that you're hanging around with, folks that you're connected with. Sometimes it's your children. Uh, sometimes it's your husband. Sometimes it's your wife. Sometimes it's your friends. Sometimes it's your coworkers on the job. Sometimes it's a bill. Sometimes it's sickness. Uh, but but difficult times going to come. But what we got to learn is we can make it through the difficult times. You can others make it. We got witnesses that you can make it. You don't have to give up. You don't have to throw in the towel. This is not the end of the story. This is not the end of your life. Come on. You get up from there. But Paul, Paul, get let them curtains up, pull them curtains up. Get out of that dark room sitting there as though you let life is over. You're afraid to go face the world because you got so many difficulties. Yes, there are others out there just like you. They got difficulty time too. But I come out tonight to help you with some scriptures from the Lord. Oh, I like to lie on the word. I, 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 the word of God can do better than I can. The word of God will find us. The word of God will, 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 will give us the insight that we need to make it in time like this. So the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but the word hasn't get going anywhere. So we're going to get into the word of God and give you some scriptures. I hope these scriptures will help you through your difficult times. I hope they will help you lift up your head as it bow down. And hope they'll make you reach up and grab hope. Oh, I want to live. Sometimes the enemy deceives us, and he makes us make us want to just end our lives. We think that there ain't no nothing to live for. We we think we we ain't did nothing else. We love that person so much, or that situation so much, or that job so much. When we lost it, we want to end our lives. But I want you to know God got greater. If one don't shed another, they're going to come over. If you belong to God, God got greater. I know it hurt. 
I know that difficulty hurt. I know it looked like that it's going to take you out of here. But remember what God said. He said that all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are called according to the person. Let's go to Nahum, N-A-H-U-R-M. Nahum is in the Bible. It's one of the books of the Bible. And it says in the book of Nahum, the Lord is good. You got to know this when you're going through your difficult. See, because Satan tell you God ain't good. God, oh, God don't love you no more. Oh, God, God is punishing you. God mad at you. He tell you all kind of lies so you'll believe that, so you'll lose your faith, you'll lose your confidence. The Bible says lose not your confidence that you have in God, for it will give you a great recompense of reward. When you got confidence in God, it'll reward you out of the wild. But Satan knows that. So he'll try to trick you and deceive you. So you will lose your confidence. You leave you you lose your faith in God. Uh stop believing in him. Now you're blaming him rather than believing in him. But Nahum one and seven says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows those who take refuge in him. God knows you trusting in him. You, you, the devil got you thinking that God don't know that you're trusting in him. God knows that you are trusting in him. Can I say that again? God knows that you are trusting in him. I'm going to slow it down tonight. I'm trying to be so fast that I'm going to explain it. If I don't give a two or three verses, I'm going to explain it tonight so you get an understanding that God knows what you're going through. And he's a shelter in the time of a storm. He's a refuge. Hey, he's your deliverer. And he knows that you're going through these things, and he ain't going to leave you in the dark. I feel a little something on that. He's not going to leave you in the dark. So I had to lift up your head and hang down and straighten out your fever neck. Put a smile on your face. Get the jolly jolly. Get the joy. Be happy that God is coming to your rescue. Be happy that God's going to bring you out of this. This too shall pass. You're going to get through this thing. It ain't over. I know it looks bad. I know you're hurting, but you need to get a new mindset. See, the reason you're hurting because you're caught up in that mindset. You're letting this difficult time, you let this difficult situation set you in a mindset of, of, of defeat. A mindset of failure. And here he is, you about to give up. You need to do like Muhammad Ali did. It was, he done already done lost the first 11 rounds. Huh? He had lost the 11 rounds, and it looked like he was over with. Huh? But in the 12th round, he knocked Joe Fraser out. He didn't give up. All he needed was a knockout. I know you've been beat up the 11 rounds. I know you do all beat up when it don't. You don't even want to go out the bell in the ring. Are you, I preached this message one time. Are you going out when the bell rings? Some of you sitting there in the belt and frame, and you won't go back into the fight. You sit there in that corner, sitting in that corner. Referee done told you that they don't rank the bell for you to come back out, and you sitting there uh, all defeated, all giving up, about to throw in the towel. But remember what Nahum 1 and 7 says, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who take refuge in him. Let's go to Psalm 62 and 8. Trust in the Lord. At all times. See, this is how you're going to get to your difficulty. You're trusting in your difficulty. You're trusting in the setback. You're trusting in the failure. The stock market failure. You lost your job. They laid you off. Husband acting kind of. Wife acting kind of. You're looking at the circumstance. You're looking at the difficulty. You're looking at the problems. You're looking at the situation. And it's killing your joy. Huh? It's calling you to lose your trust. Trust in the Lord, Psalm 62 and 8. Trust in him. At all times, old people, 
pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us today. You see, God wants you to get in your prayer closet. That's why he said, your, that's why he said go to your prayer closet. There ain't nobody business. He used to go out on the porch. He used to go out on the balcony because you, you, you heard that, uh, you, you, you heard, heard that, that some of the prophets are old, you, that you heard Daniel did that. No, that ain't what you do. Go in your prayer closet and shut your door, the scripture say, and pray in secret, and God will reward you over. You go in your poor cup and pour your heart under God. Tell God how you feel. He already know how you feel anyway, so tell him how you feel. Be honest to God. Tell God how you feel. Tell him you feel like giving up. Tell him you feel like quitting, throwing in the towel. Tell him you're so hurt that you don't have strength to go another mile. Tell him he knows anyway. And he said in the 40th chapter of Isaiah, he said that he will renew your strength. He said you will run and not be weary. You will walk and not faint. He knows what you're going through. All he did is waiting for you to come and confront him. He waiting for you to let him know he already listened. Listen, it ain't that he don't know, but he ain't he waiting for you to come and tell him what he already knows. He already knows. He already had the answer to your deliverance. He already had the answer to your breakthrough. So we're talking about difficulty tonight. If this if, if this is you, if, if if this message is you, that take wings and fly. Take hope in this word. You can make it. We all right now, either we're coming out, either we're going in, is in, or we're coming out. We're going in, coming out, or we is in. But whatever the case may be, everybody's not going in at the same time. Everybody not coming out at the same time. Everybody not in at the same time. So that's why the Bible said, let the strong burn from it to the weak. Somebody got to be strong. And tonight I'm strong because I've been weak. I've been the person that was weak. I've been the person that was going in. I've been, been the person that went through. I am the person that came out now, and I came out on the gaining side. I came out with victory. I came out with a smile on my face and joy down in my soul. And I come out and let you know you can come out too. You can come out the bells and ring. So get up out that corner, get up off that bit, and come out fighting. Cause the bell don't ring. And I want you to know you can make. I know it hurt. Quit looking at the hurt. You sit here and I'm here talking to you, preaching to you, and you still looking at the hurt. Take your eyes off the hurt, huh? Well, next time you go out in the rain, do like do like Bruce Lee said. They asked Bruce Lee, what did he think about the man who used to fight? Bruce Lee said he already beat him, just don't know it. And Bruce Lee said, I done knocked him out, but he don't know it. You got to know you done knocked that situation out. You got to know that when you get up off that bit, when that bell go bing, ding, ding, when you get up, you ain't going out there for him to knock you out. You going out there to knock him out. So somebody need to get up one more round. I know you done went 11 round, but I guarantee you with God on your side, you're going to be a, going to be a knockout because the Holy Ghost going to knock him out in the 12th round. John 14 and 1 said, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Be also in me. That's what Jesus said. He said, don't let your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, he said, believe also in me. Isn't that something? He said, Jesus said, now, you believe in God before I got here. I'm doing the same thing God does. He said, I'm not telling you something different. What I'm telling you, if God were here, God would tell you the same thing. He ain't bringing no different for us. 
And that's what we got to do as leaders. We got to bring the report of God. We could have bring it up some mess. We coming up in the oven and coming up from the grocery store, coming up from some seminary or cemetery. We got to bring what the Holy Ghost told us to bring. I came tonight to bring you what the Holy Ghost told me to bring, not what I want to bring to make you feel good, uh, to, to, to fancy your flesh or put a smile on your face or to say, oh, he really preached. No, 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 no. I brought a message of deliverance. A message that will break through. A message that will lift your head up. A message that will encourage your heart. A message that will give you hope. A message that will open up your eyes and you can see that God is able to do everything but fail. Oh, but in Him you live. In Him you move. Help me, Holy Ghost. In Him you have your being. Everything you hear is going to be. Everything you would is in the Holy Ghost. Psalm 46 and 1 said, For, uh, uh, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help. That's what he said again. He's your refuge. He's your hope. He's your covering. He's your shelter in the time of the storm. He's a very present help. That means that he's present. Just because you don't see him doesn't mean he ain't there. God is invisible. But yet he said, Lord, I wish you always. Even to the end of the earth. Yes, he's invisible. Yes, we cannot see him. But we know he's there. Huh? We know he's there. The songwriters that I can feel him moving in the breed, in the tree. Huh? If God is dead, somebody tell me where his body lies. If God is dead. Somebody show me where his body lies. If God be dead, somebody show me where his body lies. Because I know he lives, he lives, he lives, he lives, he lives. I can see it moving in the trees. I can feel it moving in the breeze. I can see it moving in the night, in the night, all over me. If God is dead, somebody show me where body lies. I just want you to know he ain't dead. Ain't no need of you taking me to the school. Ain't no need of you taking me to the cemetery because I ain't going with you because I know ain't nobody there. I know he ain't there. He rose. He told Mary he rose. Mary went looking for him. Mary went to the graveyard looking for him, but she found out he won't there. She had the gardener, where do you move my, where do you lay my master? Where do you lay my savior? But Mary, but he revealed himself to Mary that he had risen. He said, Lo, I risen. Oh, uh, he ain't in the grave no more. You, you need to serve that God out of the grave. Quit serving that God in the grave. He, we always talking about he was in the grave. He ain't in the grave no more. He got up on the third day morning. Psalm 73 and 26, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. You hear what I'm saying? Sometimes we're going to get weak. Be honest. Just because you get weak. Just because your heart failure. God ain't fail. God don't get weak because you get weak. God don't faint because you faint. God don't get weary because you get weary. The Bible says he don't faint. He doesn't get weary. 
He don't sleep no slumber. Because just because you feel that way, just because your heart is failing you, it doesn't take God. He's still God Almighty. He's still omnipotent. He's still omnipresent. He's still seen. He's all-powerful. He's still God. I want you to know that when Satan tries to make you feel bad and the reason you ain't getting your deliverance, reason you ain't getting your breakthrough because God done got weak, or God losing their power. No, baby, God ain't lost nothing. If anybody lost some power, it's Satan. It sure ain't God because he's mighty. He's powerful. He's mighty in all that he do. He's, I'm not pre- he's near. He sees everything you're going through. And he is. I come out and encourage you tonight. He is. I don't care where you are. He is. He is. I want to encourage you tonight. I want to tell you that this time, oh, yeah, this time next year, oh, my God. See, where you are now is not where you're going to be next year. What you're going through now ain't what you're going to be going through next year. Uh-huh. What you're going through now is it, not a relication of what you're going to be next year. No, 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 no. This is not an example of what you're going through. Because next year, this time, you're going to be an overcomer. You're going to be more than victorious. You're going to be a winner. Even now, God is working on your next year. Even now, God is working on your next year. Even now, God is going in the right working now for the future. He's a God that can work now for the future. He can go to the past for now and go and work now for the future. So you'll be encouraged. You'll be encouraged. You take your eyes off where you're at right now and look at where you're going to be. Uh, look beyond. You, the old saying said, look beyond the bleach. Huh? Look beyond the break. Look beyond the break. Because God is going to see you through. Psalm 37, 3 says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate, and, and, and cultivate faithfulness. Don't you stop going, being faithful. Stop being good because you're going through. That's what people do. Satan is a trick that Satan plays. He'll have you sitting now because you, you're going through. Now you start doing wrong. You start getting slack. You start going to prayer meeting, Bible study, revivals, church service, because you're going through. You're not the only one going through. What if everybody quit and give up when they're going through? Well, nobody wouldn't accomplish anything. You can't give up when you're going through. You can't start back smoking and start back drinking and start back running around now because you're going through. Then when God brings you out, you're going to quit. No, you got to be steadfast and immovable. Don't let these things move you. Don't let these circumstances, don't let these difficulties move you. Be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of God. This is scripture that I'm talking about, not Apostle Lachman's word. Be ye steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know, your labor is not vain in the Lord. See, God calls us trees. And now a tree ain't going to just move any kind of way. You're just going to go out there and move no tree, especially if it's rooted and grounded. That tree ain't going nowhere. So we've got to be like a tree planted by the river water. We can't be moved by every circumstance. We can't move, be moved by every trial and test. We can't be moved by every situation that comes in our life. Uh, difficult times. That's what we're talking about tonight. Difficult. Difficulty. Difficult times. Sometimes you know you be sitting there. Looking at TV and the channel go out, and, and you won't see no pictures or nothing. And the word difficulty will come up there, let them know that they're having problems trying to get the picture. They said, "Be patient. We're having difficulty." In other words, 
there's something going on with the movie projector or with the film or, or the machine that they're using to play that picture. Uh, they're having difficulty with it. They want you to be patient because it's difficult and, and, and they're having problems. They can't, they can't easily fix it. Well, they're going to fix it, but they're having difficulty fixing it. And they want you to be patient. God wants you to be patient while he fixes your difficulties. Just like on the TV, uh, you sit right there waiting for that picture to come back in. Because you know it will come in because it always come back in. Now, you sit right there and wait on God and let God fix your difficult situation because he will. I don't even want to talk about what it is. I just know that God's going to fix it. But you don't know how hard. I don't care how hard it is. Ain't nothing too hard for the Lord. Ain't nothing too hard for the Lord. Can we talk about that right there? He told Sarah, he said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Why Why? why did he tell Sarah that? Because God told Sarah she's going to have a baby. Here Sarah is, here Sarah is 90 years old, past the time, way past the time. If she was 70, she'd still be in trouble. She was way past the time that a woman could have a child. And at her age, having a baby at 90 years old would, 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 would cause her heart to start beating. It would be too much trauma on her. But God told her that she was going to have a child. And she laughed at the angel. And the angel said to Sarah, Sarah, why you laugh? Sarah said, I ain't laughing. The angel said, yes, you did laugh. He said, is there anything too hard for God? That's why I come out and tell you this evening, in your difficult times, is there anything? Oh, yes, I've been serving God over 40-some years. And, yes, I ain't going to name what I've been through, but I've been through a lot of difficult times. Many of them came to stop me. Many of them came to make me quit. Many of them came to make me throw in the towel. Many of them came to make me doubt God. But I kept the faith. By the grace of God, I kept the faith, and I am what I am. Because I hanged on in there. And I come out and tell you, you can hang on in there. Don't you give in to difficulties. You done came too far. But you done, you got too much invested. Get your eyes off what you're going through and look into the hills with coming your help. All your help coming from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Psalm 99, the Lord also would be a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in time of trouble. Yes, when you're going through difficult times, you get oppressed. I've been oppressed. I've been so oppressed that I cried, but I didn't give up. Because uh-huh. I know it was Satan. Yes, I cried, but I didn't give up. I kept the faith. I knew that somewhere somehow. Even though day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year went by, and, and the deliverance didn't come, I didn't give in to the difficulty. I didn't give in to the trial. I didn't give in to the test. I hang on in there. And God gave me the victory. So I want you to know that he's a stronghold for the oppressed. He's a stronghold in times of trouble. But what you got to do is trust him. You got to know that no matter what you're going through, he's going to bring you out of it. You're looking at what you're going through. You don't sell it in your mind. It's got the best of me. No, it doesn't have the best of you. You got the best of it, but you just don't know it. Because the greater one is on your side. And you're going to come out victorious. You're going to come out of winning. You're going to come out more than a conqueror. Romans 15 and 13 said, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. See, God wants you to have joy and hope while you're going through. May, may God fill you with hope. That's what I'm going to say to you tonight. Uh, your radio word that is listed. This is what I'm going to say to you tonight. Through the Spirit, may the God of hope fill you with all joy. Are you that are going through? You didn't have difficult times. May the God of hope 
fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You abound means you're going to come out of this. It ain't going to get the best. You ain't going to stay down there where you're at. You're coming out. Then write it down. Put that scripture on the wall. Carry it around so you can see it. Know that the God of hope, he's your hope. He's your God of hope. You're hoping in him. Hoping he's believing. See, faith is one thing. Believing is a nothing. But hope is a greater thing. Why? Because hope helps you wait. Hope helps you wait. That's what hope is. Hope is waiting. Faith is not waiting. Believing is not waiting. But faith and believing is trusting in God. But hope wakes on God. Hope wakes on what you trust. Anybody hear what I'm saying? Hope wakes on what you trust. Faith believes. Faith trusts. But hope waits. Because without you being awake, it don't be no good to have faith. And it don't need to be having no trust if you ain't going to wait on God to bring it to pass. So you can't lose your hope. Your hope is powerful. And God want to fill your hope with joy. He don't want you hoping sad. He don't want you hoping mad. He don't want you hoping disappointed. He don't want you hoping with tears in your eyes. He don't want you hoping disturbed and downtrodden. He wants you to hope with joy. And then when you hope with joy, peace is going to come in. Oh, my God. Ecclesiastes 7 and 14. In the day of prosperity, be happy. But in the day of adversity, consider. God has made the one as well as the other, so that man will not will not discover anything that will be after him. What God is trying to say, that when you're happy, you're happy. Oh, God is all that when you're happy. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He make me the light out of the green path. Can't nobody stop you from testifying on testimony night. You are all up there taking somebody up testimony with you. Because God is blessing you. Everything going in your favor. But what about the difficult times? Where is God at now? He's still the same God. You should be just as happy. You should be rejoicing. You should be rejoicing and giving God praise. Now it looks like God is a loser. It looks like God is a failure because you're walking all sad with a curtain pull, uh, sitting in the dark, waiting for victory to come, waiting for deliverance to come. But he's the same God in the time of good, and he's the same God in the time of bad. So you need to praise him. I will bless the Lord, David say. I'm going to bless him in my adversity. I'm going to bless him in the bad time. Uh, I'm going to bless him when things ain't working in my favor. I will bless the Lord at all times. Ah, time, bo bo His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. Isn't that something? we got to learn how to praise God when we're going through, not just when everything's working in your favor. Uh, not at Thanksgiving and Christmas and the rest of the year it seems to be a boredom. When it's raining, you're going to curse a rainy day. God made the rainy day as just as well as he made the sunny day. So he wants you to learn how to rejoice, learn how to praise him in everything. If you learn how to praise God in everything, you will keep your joy. You will keep your joy more. You will you get victory more. We need to trust him. He will be a stronghold in them. He said, Psalm 99 to the Lord will, will be a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in a time of trouble. Psalm 62 and 5 said, My soul wake in silence for God only, for my hope is from him. Isn't that something? That was Psalm 62 and 5. He said, My soul wake silent for God only, for my hope. You can't be sitting waiting on somebody else. God's going to want to bring you out. And you wake somebody up, and they disappoint you, hurt your feelings. You said, wait for them. They're not your answer. Your soul is waiting on God. God's going to bring you out. God's going to give you the victory. 
God's going to wipe them tears from your eyes. God's going to cause you to come out of this that you're going through. He didn't bring you this up. Believe you now. Wow. Ecclesiastes 7 and 14. In the day of prosperity, listen. In the day of prosperity, be happy. In the day of adversity, consider. Okay? In the day of prosperity, be happy. Now, you happy. Yes, you supposed to be happy because you prosper. But when the day you're going through, and things ain't working in your favor, adversity, everything working against you, what he said be? He said, consider. Consider that the day. Consider that God made that day too. Psalm 37 to 39, but the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. Talk about adversity. Adversity is trouble. He's your salvation. He's the salvation for the righteous. If you're righteous, he says, withhold no good thing who walk with right before him, then that means you're right. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, I preach Sunday, if you do right, he will bless you. If you do right. Now, you got to ask yourself, are you doing right? Me and my wife read the other morning in the scripture. He said, do right at all times. You're going to do right sometimes. If you want God to bless you, then do right. But do right all the time. Not when you want to. Do right on Monday. Don't do right again to Friday. And then don't do right again to Sunday. You got to do the right. As I told him Sunday, you got to do right every second, every minute, every hour, every day of the week, every month of the year, of the, of the decade, of the century. You got to do right all the time. And when you do right all the time, God said he would hold no good thing because he is your salvation. He is your deliverer. He is your doctor. He is your scowl. He is your shelter in the time of a storm. Isaiah 26 and 4. Isaiah 26 and 4 says, Trust in the Lord forever. For in God the Lord we have an everlasting rock. Isn't that something? Oh, somebody ought to be encouraged this afternoon to know that you're going to make it. Because God is on your side. The writer said, if God be for you, listen to what this question is. Paul said, if God be for you, who then? Oh, who is it? Call, call, call me up and tell me. Call me. Don't tell me right now why this message going on. But call me up when the message is over and tell me who then can be against us. If God be for you, you, you write that on a piece of paper. Who then is against you? Who can stand between you and God? Who is greater than God in your life? If God before you, I say, who then can be against you? Nobody can be against you. The writers have asked the question, can't nobody come back to God that is in your life? Can't nobody do better than you than God? Can't nobody bring you out like God bring you out? Can't nobody curse you if God bless you? He said, if God before you, who can be against you? He said, he's our everlasting rock. For in God, the Lord, we have an everlasting rock. And you know a rock is a hard thing. Rock can't be moved any kind of way. He's the rock of our salvation. Isn't that what the songwriter said? He's the rock of our salvation. <coughs> rock of age clerk for me. Let me hide myself in thee. We're going to hide in him. Amen? Mark 11 and 22. And Jesus answered said to them, have faith. In God, Mark 11 and 22, have faith. Jesus said that. Jesus is telling them to have faith in me, which we are. He said, have faith in God. We got to understand that if you got a, 
learn how to pray so your prayers will be answered. Jesus never told us to pray to him. He told us to pray to God and pray to God in his name. He said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, that I do. He didn't say whatever you ask me. He said, whatever you ask the Father, ask him in my name. When you get through praying, say it in Jesus' name. He, he, he's, that, he's that security code that you need that the prayer can be answered. He's that combination that is needed when the prayer has been prayed. Amen. Psalm 31 and 14. But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. Ain't that something? You got enough for yourself. Don't be trying to mock nobody else. Don't try to be like nobody else. Don't try to stand on somebody else's faith. You stand on your faith. You stand on what you believe. And if you believe it, nobody else don't want to believe it, steal your faith. Don't make you make God doubt until they doubt. He said, as for me, he said, I trust in you, O Lord. He said, you are my God. You got to know that God is your God. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care how bad it seems. He is still your God. In the sick room, at home, in the grocery store, he is still your God. Psalm 56 and 11, in God I have put my trust. I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? You hear what the writer said? You got to put your trust in God and not worry about what man do to you. He said man don't have no evidence of hell. All the thing man can do is kill the body. It can't kill your soul. So the writer said, put your trust in God. So we got to, we got to ask ourselves a question. Are, are we really putting our trust in God? Or do we have our trust in our friends? Do we have our trust in our job? Do we have our trust in our money? Do we have our trust in our children? Do we have our trust in our ability, our talent, our health? Because uh, we do so well in doing things and it calls us to prosper. Uh, called bringing great finance and great wealth. So we trust in that. No, it don't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how wealthy you are. You still need to push your trust in God. Get up trusting God in the morning. Don't get up trusting because you got a lot of money in the bank. Uh, it, it, but get up trusting God because that's what God wants you to do, and put your trust in him. Psalm 31 and 15, my times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hands of my enemy and from those who persecute me. See, when you're going through, you don't have to sit around and talk about what people are doing to you, telling everybody on the Facebook and calling everybody up, telling what somebody said to you and your enemy and what they did. You quit telling people about what your enemy is doing, and then you're telling your enemy what he's doing. No, God said put your trust in, tell God. Tell God to deliver you from your enemy. Tell God to, to handle your enemy. You tell God to take this matter into your hand. You take your enemy into his hand, and, and he'll fix it. But long you talk about your enemy, long you sit around mad at your enemy, then you handle the hand of God who is going to deliver you from your enemy. Psalm, 1 and 12, Psalm 112 and 11, he will not fear evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. He's talking about the righteous. When you live right, evil tide is going to come, bad news is going to come, sad news is going to come. You will get a bad report, but you're not going to fear that because you know that no matter what it is, God's going to give you victory. It's going to work in your favor because you trust in the Lord. You trust in not what you hear. You trust not in the bad news. Uh-huh. You're not trusting in the bad report. You're not trusting in the gossip you heard somebody say about you. 
and now you don't lost your joy. Now you so sad. Now you sitting around and, and won't talk to nobody. You sitting around and got now you got mad at folks that just won't even mad at because you mad at them people because they connected to them. And now God can't talk to you because you're mad. But you got to learn how to keep your joy, rejoice, and be exceedingly glad. The Bible said, uh, "Blessed is the man." who we talked about and persecuted. The Bible said rejoice and be exceedingly glad. You've got to learn how to rejoice and quit frowning. You've got to learn how to rejoice and quit and get mad, quit getting the attitude that's stealing your joy. Learn how to rejoice when you hear about somebody talking about you. Next time you hear somebody lie on you, on your name on the signboard, find you a place where you can get a good dance in and give God a praise. Because God's going to get them. God ain't going to let them get away with what they did to you. They think they're going to get away, but God is not going to let them get away. Psalm 146 and 3. Let's see what that says. Psalm 146 and 3. Do not trust in princes and mortal man in whom there is no salvation. Other words, don't put your trust in man. Man is not the answer for your deliverance. Oh, if I had a man, if I had a woman, if I had this. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, if I had this. Wow. If I had me a good man with some money. Had some wealth, got some houses and land. No, baby, put your trust in the Lord, not in man for him to control you because he got all that wealth. Put your trust in God, not in more than man. So salvation is in God. Psalm 56 and 3. When I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. Talking about being afraid. You know how stuff come upon you sometimes. Sudden fear come catch you off guard. Many things come. Sometimes you get a bad report from the doctor, and you start fearing now I need to go home, and doctor is talking like you need to go home and call the family together because your day is coming to an end. But you ain't going nowhere to God get ready for you to go. So when fear comes, the Bible says don't let you trust the fear, but trust God, because when it's all over, you're going to get the victory. Proverbs 25 and 19, like a bad tooth and an unsteady foot is confident and a faithless man in time of trouble. See, we start trusting the man when trouble comes, and the man is unfaithful. We think he's going to bring us out of there, and here you sitting there waiting for that man to bring the answer to what you're going through, to bring you out of that difficulty, and he don't even show up one in the phone. And you know a broken tooth don't feel good. A broken tooth and a foot out of joint. You know a foot out of joint. You can't even walk on it. And a broken teeth, oh, my God. You Just, just talking about it gives you, give you the chill. That's what an unfaithful friend will do to you when you start putting your trust in unfaithful people to looking for them to bring you out. And then when it's all over, they won't even show up. Come showing up two or three weeks later, and you don't went through the trial. Some of the Lord told them to do dust and so. If the Lord had told them, it looked like they would have done it. John 6 and 29, Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he has sent. This is God's will. This is God's will that you believe in him. This ain't just something God asking you to do. It is his will because he knows if you believe in him, you're going to come out victorious. If you believe in God, you're going to come out a winner. You're going to come out more than a conqueror. You hear me? All God wants you to do believe in him. The Bible said Abraham believed God, and he counted him as righteous. He was righteous just because he believed God. Did Abraham believed that God said it. He, he believed it. The Bible said he staggered not in unbelief. You can't stagger in this thing. You can't believe God today and not tomorrow. you got to trust him. 
and never doubt. That's what the songwriter said. If you trust him and never doubt, he will surely bring you out. And he's still that same God today. The old folks saying, grandma saying, our mama saying, the deacon saying, the mothers in the church saying, long time ago they've been singing this song. If you trust him and never doubt, he will surely bring you out. He's still that God today. He ain't controlled by social service. He ain't controlled by welfare and food stamps. He, he ain't controlled by, the, for, by their system, but he made the system. He is God. Second Corinthians 1 and 11. You also joining in helping us through your prayer so that thanks may be given by many persons on our behalf for the favor bestowed on us through the prayers of, of, of the many. And we got to learn how in difficult times to pray for others. When we go through difficult, we just pray for ourselves. All our prayers is about what we're going through. All our prayers is about our failures, about our difficulties, about our sicknesses, about our troubles, about our trauma, about our setbacks, about what we're going through, and how often do we pray for others. When next time you're going through, find somebody that is going through. Find somebody you know that is going through. Call them up, too, if you want to, and ask them, can I pray for you? Pray for them. When you pray for others, God will bring deliverance to your house. It'll come quicker if you learn how to pray for others. Now you sitting in that in that dark room, the curtain pool, and you're waiting for for the answer that that's gonna so long come because you don't lost your trust and lost your confidence. You just thinking about you, 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 you. How about start thinking about somebody else while you're going through? Joseph, who Joseph had difficult times, but Joseph didn't give up. Joseph still worked for God even even in difficult times. He was there in prison. You know many times you ain't want to be bothered with nobody in prison, but even in prison, Joseph allowed God to use him. He did not give up. He did not quit. He did not throw in his time. His brother sold him in the either. How difficult could that be? Look at what David, what Joseph went through. Those were difficult times. But Joseph didn't allow those difficult times to stop him. He didn't lose his anointing. He didn't lose his joy. He didn't lose his praise. Uh, he didn't lose his enthusiasm. He didn't lose his desire to do the will of God. And he came out victorious. You hear me? He came out victorious. Look at the difficult time that Job went through. My God, what most, how most, oh, yeah, it was difficult. He had lost his children. He had lost his home. He had lost his health. There was nothing left for the man to live. Job had, Job had a reason to quit. Job had a reason to die. Job had a reason to give up. Job had a reason to throw in the towel. But he said, naked came out from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return to him. The Lord give it, and the Lord take it away. And the Bible said he did not charge God for it. We sit around charging God for the why you do this, God. Why God? Why God? Job did not say that. He didn't charge God for it. But he kept his eyes on God, knowing that God was going to bring him out. I just look at David, how all David went through, how his father-in-law did him. Those were difficult times. Those times were hard. So he took his wife and gave his wife to the neighbor. Then ran after him. What would it look like? What would it look like Fort Bragg, a military, a whole army running after you, trying to kill you for no reason at all? This man got the, everybody in the army got the lieutenants and the colonels and the sergeants and, and the majors and, and, and all them with him, 100,000 men. 
running after you, trying to kill you for no reason at all. David would have had difficult times. But in the midst of his difficulty, David was able to write, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He made me to lie down and grieve. David was able to write psalms because he knew that. See, you've got to let your trials and tests make you write psalms. other words, the Bible says, Rejoice, sing psalms, the spiritual psalms. Make melodies in your heart unto the Lord. Don't grab the negative. Grab the positive. Let, let your testing and your trials bring a song out of you. Bring a praise out of you. Let God get the glory out of you while you're going through. David, let God get the glory. Joseph, let God get the glory out of them. Huh? You hear what I'm saying? They came out victorious because they took the positive and not the negative. They didn't let, their, they didn't let their difficulty make them worse. They let their difficulty make them better. They didn't let what they're going through make them stop, but they let what they were going through push them to the next level. Luke 17 and 5, the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. This is what you need while you're going through your difficult time. Say, God, give me the faith to get through this, God. Give me the faith, God, to get through this. And he will. He will give you the faith to get through it. But you got to ask him to get you through it. And he will. So sometimes our faith just need to be enlightened. Our faith needs to be built up. And God is able to build up our faith. So be encouraged. And know that God got it. He got it. He's going to bring you out. And he's going to bring you out victorious. He's going to bring you out on the game this time. Matthew 24 and 23. Again, if anyone say to you, Behold, here is Christ. Oh, there he is. Do not believe in him. What the writer trying to say, while we're waiting, while you're waiting, while we're waiting on his return, while we're waiting, he's coming back one day. But you got to hold on to the get back. If you quit, you're not going to make it. If you throw in the towels, you're not going to make it. When Jesus comes back, if you ain't still saved, you're not going to make it. And once saved, always say, That's not true. That that's something somebody made up. They, that ain't in the scripture because you can't be lost if you give up. How you going to be saved if you gave up? How you going to still be saved if you quit? How you going to still be going? How you going to still be going to New York and you turn around and went and headed towards Chicago? You can't go two ways at the same time. You, you, you got to stay on the straight and narrow way. Looking into the hill will come and you hell. So people are going to tell you while you're waiting that Jesus here, Jesus in New York, Jesus over yonder, Jesus over here. No, he ain't there. Don't let them deceive you. Don't do all this stuff people talking about. The Lord told them he's coming back Wednesday or he's coming back Friday. Then he's selling all the material stuff. If, if Jesus is coming back Friday, why are you selling all your material stuff? You ain't going to be able to take it with you. See how deceitful people are? And have you deceived us? Matthew 24 and 25. Behold, I have told you in advance. Of what have he told us? He has told us that we we more than a conqueror. He done told you this in advance. You are more than a conqueror. You're more than a winner. You're more than the victorious. He told you that in advance before you started going through, before your trials came, before the difficult time came. He already done told you. He already done told you that when he say have, he already told you when he say before they even come, he said, put your trust in me. He said, now look at them things, but look until the hills would come at your hell. Ain't that what he said? He said, I feed the birds of the air. I told the leader of the valley, will I not take care of you, oh, you little faith? He had already told us 
And when he gives us the time come, he already got the gun, gave us a liquid. We already don't know him. Michael 75, listen what Michael 75 did. Do not trust in neighbors. Uh-oh, somebody in trouble. Do not have confidence in a friend. From her, from her who lies in your bosom, guard your lips. Do not put your trust in neighbors. It's okay to have a neighbor. Stop putting your trust in neighbors. It ain't your neighbor's responsibility to give you salt and pepper and butter every time you every time you get up in the morning. They got a, their own responsibility. You go to the grocery store and get your salt, pepper, and your butter. Quit going to your neighbor's house because your neighbor talking about you now. Yeah, your neighbor talking about you. They ain't telling you they talking about you, but they talking about you, that last stick of butter you got. Yeah, that last salt and pepper that, you know, that, whatever you got from them lads, they talking about it. And the scripture says don't trust in your neighbors. Don't have confidence in a friend. Have your confidence in God. Because that very friend you got confidence in is telling your business. Uh-huh. And make sure you careful where you lay your head, who you talking to, who you talking to. He said, guard your lips when you just lay your head in somebody's bosom. Because look what Samson did. He laid his head, he laid his head in the ladder lap, but he didn't guard his lips. And look what it cost him. He told her all his strength. He told her where his strength was. She she laid in her lap. And she got words from his lips. The Bible said when you're laying someone book, be careful what's on your lips. Be careful, guard your lips. Sometimes we talk too much. Sometimes we tell too much. Psalm 15, 15, call upon me in the day of trouble. I shall rescue and you will be honored. Listen, call upon me in the day of, of adversity. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about struggle. Call upon me in the day of struggle. And it is, I shall rescue you, and you will honor me. See, God wants to get the honor. That's why he's waiting for you to call on him. Every time you go through, you calling on somebody else. For, for you ain't even got out in the trial. You, you ain't hardly got in the trial good. You got the phone up, calling somebody up to, uh, to pray. You, you, I know you want to come out, but sometimes you need to, want, you need to wonder why God got you going in. Because if you don't learn nothing while you're going in, you're going to go in again. God ain't meaning for people to pray you out of everything you're going through. But he know it ain't going to destroy you. He know it's not going to get the best of you. He's trying to teach you something while you're there. But you're trying to run and get somebody to pray you out of this. You ain't even been in it yet. You don't know what God even said. And here you try to wiggle out of it. You you can't take it. You can't take the heat. The Bible says every man work going to be tried to see what sort they make. God ain't going to put no more on you. You able to bear. He, he wouldn't be God to do that. So he said, call upon me in the day of trouble. When you're going through, call on the Lord. Go to your prayer closet. Tell God about it. He said, he'll rescue you. He didn't say your neighbor's going to rescue you. He said, he's going to rescue you. Psalms 12 and 6, the words of the Lord are pure words. As silver tried in the furnace on the earth, refined seven times. What that mean is, what that mean, Apostle, God don't lie. God's word is, is refined. God done tried his words. God, he said, let every man be a liar and let God be the truth. God done tried his words seven times. When something been tried in the fire, and it done been, it been burnt seven times and it don't burn up, it ain't going to burn up. It done been refined seven times. God said he refined his words seven times. So his word is not no lie. God's word is not a lie. Now, somebody might lie on God. Hear what I'm saying? 
Somebody might lie on God and say God said something and God didn't say it. That doesn't make God a lie. They lie. But the Bible said this way you know that, it, that God said it, it shall surely come to pass. If God said it, it's going to come to pass. Because God ain't no lying God. Because God just told you his word had been refined. I'm going to give you one more scripture, and then I'm going to pray. Matthew 24 and 10, at that time, many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another. Job 13 and 15, and this will be my last verse, though he slay me, I will hope in him. Nevertheless, I will argue my way before him. Job said, though he slay me, yeah, I will trust in him. Dave, Job said, I'm not going to let what I'm going through. Job said, I know God ain't going to. See, Job won't say God going to slay him. Job knew God wasn't going to slay him. He said, but if he did slay me, I'm going to trust him anyway because I know he, doing, he knows why he's doing what he's doing. He ain't going to make no mistake. I know. I don't understand what I'm going through, but I do understand that God knows what he's doing. And so I'm going to trust him. Even though it looks like I'm being destroyed, I'm going to still trust the Lord because I don't believe he bought me this far. Believe me. And he didn't bring you this for the leaving. You can trust him, too. He ain't going to slay you. He ain't going to uh, mislead you. He's not going to abuse you. He's not going to deceive you. He's God right by himself. And he is able to do everything but fail. So I come this afternoon saying get your eyes off your difficulties. Get your eyes off your circumstances. Get your eyes off your situation. Get your eyes off your setbacks. Get your eyes off your failures. Uh, get your eyes off your hurt and get your eyes on the Lord who did, who who bought you this son not to leave you now. And then we always say, he ain't bringing me this son to leave me now. I come too far. Yes, you did come too far. And he didn't bring you this far to leave you now. He's been with you in the beginning. He's going to be with you in the end. He is on your side. He is going to bring you out of these difficulties. Precious Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, thanking you for the message tonight, letting us know that we can make it in spite of difficult times, that we take our eyes off our difficulties, take our eyes off our circumstances, take our eyes off our situation, take our eyes off our trials and our tests, take our eyes off our hurt, our setbacks, our wrongdoing, and put our eyes on you, God, who brought us this far to continue to take it on. You said that you knew your thought concerning us. Thoughts are good and not evil. Uh, Thoughts to prosper us and bring us to an expected end. And we want to thank you for that, God. We want to thank you for strengthening what we're weak. We ask that you would strengthen them where they're weak. Build them up when they're torn down. Give them a new mindset. Give them a new hope. Give them a new outlook. Let them stop looking at the trial. Stop looking at the death. Stop looking at the hurt. Stop looking at the setback. Stop looking at the failure, but look unto the real will come at their hell. Well, I would call all their help coming from the Lord. In the name of Jesus, give them a fresh anointing on the radio world. Everyone that is listening, God, on the Lost Sea program, give them a fresh anointing from the crown of their head to the sole of the feet. Do it for them, O oh God. Pick them up where they're falling down. Stretch them up where they're weak. Revive them all over again. Get them up from their God. At that place where they want to quit and give up and throw in the towel, let they know be again. Let they give up be a go here, God. Do it for them. And our name shall be praised. The glory and all the honor, it shall be thine. And we'll forever give you the praise for it. In Jesus' name, we pray and say thank you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.